Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews, author interviews and book reviews. How are you all doing? Well, today is one of these short episodes. Three authors talk for five minutes. They answer five questions. And who have we got on today, you may ask? Well, I will tell you. We have got Catherine Faulkner talking about her latest book, The Other Mothers. We've got Helen Pfeiffer talking about her latest book, Hold Your Breath, No Debuts Today. And Freya Berry talking about her latest book, The Birdcage Library. So without further ado, let's get started. And the first person we're going to go to is the author, Catherine Faulkner, about her book, the other mothers. Well, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, Catherine Faulkner, whose latest book is The Other Mothers. Catherine, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Well, you have five questions in five minutes if you're ready. <laughs> the first question, can you summarise your book for us in less than a minute? Yes, ex-journalist Tash is trying to relaunch her career as a freelancer after the birth of her son, not least because she needs to fund his expensive childcare place and keep up socially with the glamorous other mothers there. When the body of a young nanny is found in a local beauty spot and it's written off as an accident, she's sure she's got her big scoop she's been waiting for, but her investigation soon leads her to the glamorous other mothers at the playgroup who she's recently befriended. Very good. I love that bacon. I was so nervous. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm, there's no stopwatch. You're okay. <laughs> there's no pressure. Right. Your next question. Please. No. No more pressure. It's okay. Breathe. All right. All right. Okay. No, no. It's okay. I'm just too. I'm naturally quite competitive. So, but don't worry. That's not. It's not. It's that's my bad. <laughs> you, don't worry. You've won the award. It's all. It's all good. Um, <laughs> The next question is, why should someone read this? Who would this book appeal to? Well, I'm hoping it'll appeal to thriller fans, anyone who likes a good mystery. But I think if you are a parent, if you've had that experience of young children and trying to marry up, you know, having your own life, your own identity with being a parent and being the best parent you can be and all of the anxiety that comes with that, I think that you'll really identify with my uh, main character, Tash. Very good. Now, your next question is, what will we feel while we're reading this book? Do you think? I hope you'll feel surprised. Uh, I hope you won't be able to put it down. You know, that's what all writers want to hear. I really, I think that this book, more than my first book, people have said, I could not believe that twist. You know, I really didn't work out what was going on. So I think the characters will surprise you. 
Right, your next question. Can you tell me your favourite major and your favourite minor character in this book? Sure. I think my favourite major character is probably Sal, who's the childminder at the playgroup. I kind of like the way she's got no time for the kind of bells and whistles of middle-class mothering, and she just gives her kids chocolate buttons and dresses them in clothes from Primark and she just doesn't care and so she's quite a fun foil to some of the other characters neuroses so I like her a lot my favorite minor character is probably the the child Finn who gets carted around everywhere Natasha's son and who has no idea what's going on and who is the kind of her route into this social group that she wants to belong to but actually he just wants to play with uh, diggers (laughs) that's great now we come to the last question and when I I first interviewed we talked about what biscuit had powered the writing of the book which was well there was a, a, a variety a, a dark chocolate digestive a hobnob but also a custard cream which was quite groundbreaking but this question is about the drink what drink was powering the writing of the other mothers oh tea builders tea no milk no sugar every single time the thing is with me and coffee is that i am quite uh, responsive to it so I can't really have more than one a day. I do like a latte, but basically I drink tea almost constantly, kind of like a chain smoker. I just kind of chain drink tea all day long when I'm writing and it really does bow me on. <laughs> Mainlining cups of tea. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's great. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to talk to you again and to hear more about the other mothers. Catherine Faulkner, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Marvellous. And now let's get straight on to Helen Pfeiffer, who's going to talk about her latest book, Hold Your Breath. Well, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Helen Pfeiffer, whose latest fantastic book is called Hold Your Breath. Helen, welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Philippa. (laughs) It's great to be here. Well, I remember the interview very clearly with you and that was just so interesting. But now you've got five questions in five minutes. Are you ready for this? I am ready. First question, can you summarise your book in under a minute? Definitely not, but I'll try. (laughs) Am I allowed to cheat? (laughs) Yeah. When Detective Morgan Brooks is called to late Thirlmere one frosty night, she's devastated to find the body of a young woman positioned in the front of a glistening reservoir. She has ligature marks on her limbs, glue residue on her eyes, and her beautiful face is as cold as ice. Knowing only a dangerous serial killer would arrange a scene so carefully, Morgan is in a race against time to stop them before more innocent lives are lost. Sorry if that went over. No, that's that's fine. I mean, you're writing in the main interview. You mentioned you're writing about four books a year, so you must it must be hard to keep track of all the books and all that went on. Oh, it's it is a nightmare. Thankfully, the copy editor I got a new editor, and the copy editor sent over a big thick file with all my characters and everything on that I'd used, and I was like, oh, hallelujah, because I should have done that myself. <laughs> Well, your next question. Why should we read this book, Hold Your Breath? Who would it appeal to? Oh, I think anybody who enjoys true crime. I love true crime. Anybody who likes a bit of a, a page turner and a mystery. And trying to, and anybody who enjoys trying to solve the crimes as they're going along and figure out who, who the baddie is. That's what we all like to do. And I always prefer to fail miserably and be surprised yeah. at the end. <laughs> I've got to admit, by the end of the... It took me nearly to the end of this one before I even knew he was going to be the killer. Oh, wow. <laughs> Surprised you. I had about three candidates and I was like, well... <laughs> 
<laughs> right, your third question. What will we feel when we read this? Hopefully you won't be holding your breath too much, but I think you'll feel... Most people say they just get such a thrill out of reading them and it's a fast read because it's like something you could take on holiday or just read of a weekend. Uh, mm. Short chapters. Very good. Now your fourth question. Which was your favourite major and your favourite minor character in this book, if you can remember? Oh, right. My favourite, well, obviously, I think it's got to be Morgan Brooks is my favourite. I really love Morgan. Um, but my favourite minor character would have to be the forensic pathologist Declan Donnelly. He's so funny. He's absolutely brilliant. He's, um I love Declan, yeah. He should, have his, he should have his own series, Declan. Now, the last question relates to what's powering your writing. And in the full interview a couple of months ago, I was asking you about biscuits and you said how you preferred happy hippos and the shortbread. But this question is about the drink that was powering your writing. So what drink powered the writing of Hold Your Breath? It's always a latte. Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't do without my coffee. In fact, I used to go to Costa that much. My husband was getting worried we were going to have to buy shares in it. So he bought me a coffee machine and I have to make my own now. <laughs> Is there any particular flavour you like in your latte or just, no? No, just a plain latte, really. Just just enough caffeine to fire the old brain cells going and that's it. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Helen Pfeiffer, whose latest book is Hold Your Breath. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you, Philippa. It's brilliant to speak to you again. Ah, oh, wonderful. And now the final interview today, the final five questions in five minutes, is Freya Berry, who's going to talk to us about the Birdcage Library. Well, this is my huge pleasure to welcome back Freya Berry, whose latest book is The Birdcage Library. Freya, are you ready for your five questions in five minutes? Born ready, Philippa. Thank you. <laughs> OK, right. question number one. Can you summarise this wonderful book for us in less than a minute? So The Birdcage Library is a gothic mystery and a treasure hunt set between a Scottish castle in the 1930s and an exotic animal emporium in Gilded Age Manhattan. Adventurous Emily Blackwood discovers an old diary hidden by a woman in fear of her life. Emily gets drawn into uncovering the fate of this woman, Hester Bogle, even as the walls around her begin to close in. So if you like uncovering clues, Scottish castles, exotic animals and indeed taxidermy, then this is for you. It's a very thorough answer to fit into a minute. My good, have you been practising that with a stopwatch, Freya? <laughs> no, 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 yes, yes. <laughs> OK, your second question, what inspired you to write this gem? So my dad met Freya Stark, who was a an explorer through the Second World War and beyond. He met her in Yemen in the 1970s. She was in her 80s at this point and still traveling. Wow. And I'd come across, he named me after her, which was quite a good, quite a good way to honor her. And I came across her desk about three years ago, which was round like a, yeah, like a map of the globe, I suppose. And I wanted to write a novel about a female explorer. Around that time, I also discovered about these two exotic animal dealers in Gilded Age Manhattan, Charles and Henry Reich, researching their life and wanted to write a book about, about cages and what they meant and particularly what they mean to women. And yeah, the book sort of grew out of those two, those two sources of information. Fantastic. Now, your third question is, which was your favourite character? But it has to be one of the smaller ones. Oh, I quite enjoyed a real real life person, Emily Warren Roeblings, who was the wife of the man who built the Brooklyn Bridge. And he, she has the sort of walk on part, really. And when, when talking to my main character, Hester Vogel, about the, the, the condition of women 
and she, her husband was paralyzed while building the bridge. He was diving under there to build the foundations and got the bends and was paralyzed. And she became a sort of mouthpiece for him and actually became the chief engineer in all but name. Incredibly talented woman, incredibly brilliant engineer who helped build bridge. And I think there's a plaque on the bridge even now in her honor. So I quite enjoyed writing her and making her the fiery lady I, I, I thought she might be. Yeah, that's fantastic. Right, your fourth question. What three words would you use to summarise this book? Okay, gothic, claws, and beauty. Mm, very good, I like that. I feel. I was going to give maybe cages or imprisonment, but I think that's in the, I think that's in the title, so <laughs> allow me those. <laughs> now, for your final question, well, when we had you on originally for your full interview about this book, we, we were talking biscuits, as we always do. So your final question for this one is about the drink. What drink was powering the writing of the Birdcage Library? I mean, could it be anything other than tea, specifically PG tips with a splash of oat milk? Yeah, I'd love to say something else, but no, it had it, it was definitely the PG. Although this book did get also give me a coffee addiction. I've spent my years avoiding coffee and now now I need one in the afternoons. It was not it was not gonna get me I was not gonna get through the day otherwise. So so thanks, Birdcage Library, for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Freya Berry, who's written The Birdcage Library, those are your five questions in five minutes. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Butterpair. And there we have it. Those were your three different books to hear about today. So we had Catherine Faulkner talking about The Other Mothers, Helen Pfeiffer talking about Hold Your Breath and Freya Berry talking about the Birdcage Library. That's it. This is the end of your short episode. You may go on your way. I hope you have a lovely weekend if that's what you're heading into or week if you're listening to this on the other side. I will be back on Monday with the normal waffle and longer episode and I can't wait to catch up with you then. So just look after yourselves and I'll see you very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.